Hello, 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 lionesses. This is Katherine Cooper with the Lair Studio coming to you with another spotlight moment here for a lioness that I want to talk to today and I want you to hear her story. I am super, super, super excited about today's story and today's lioness that I'm talking to because not only is she family, but she is a dynamic woman that has experience in reclaiming her marriage. So uh, today's topic, we're going to be talking to the wives out there and the yeah. aspiring wives out there, because there's a lot of you I know that are also singles and single moms and you're praying for God to send you your Boaz and you're wanting those <laughs> things and you're wanting marriage and you're wanting relationship and connection. And for those of you that are married, maybe you're struggling, maybe you're happily married. This talks to every woman out yeah. there. And um, I know this woman has a ton of wealth, a plethora of golden nuggets to give us. And so I'm really excited today to be talking to my aunt through marriage, my husband's aunt, but she's my aunt too. I adopted her. I'm going to claim her. Um, yes. <laughs> my Deborah Cooper. Yes. Miss <laughs> Deborah Cooper. I'm so excited, Deborah. Thank you so much for joining oh, me today welcome. on the call for our Lioness Rise video. Thank you so much. We have a ton to get into, so just um, share with the share with the lionesses out there, with the ladies that are watching, who you are and what you do, what you have done to step into your purpose. Hi everyone, thank you so much. Hi, my name is Deborah Cooper, and I um I've been married um, thirty eight years this year. Just had an anniversary this month. Yay! Wow. But I um, congratulations. I've been married 38 years and uh, I've been doing a lot of things uh, within the 38 years that we've been married. You know, um, when you're married, you know, everybody thinks it's just like this big old flower thing in the beginning, but you have to take, you know, it's, you have to take day by day because we're constantly growing. You know, as a wife, we wear so many hats and everything. So we have to understand that we have to put things in priority order. And so with that, um, you just have to understand, you know, as a wife, you know, the things that we have to do to make our marriage better and understand and pray. I pray a lot uh, about uh, to God about all the things I should do for my husband, you know, because uh, when I got married, I was very young and I always um, was I, I was still in the world and I really didn't know what I was supposed to do as a wife. I just knew I loved my husband. And so what I did was that I started, I got into church and I just started praying, Lord, what can I do to make my marriage better? You know, because I loved my husband, but I was still young. And to all the young people out there that are married, just think about um, why you got married. What are some of the things that you can do to make your marriage even better? So um, I love my husband. I always do things to satisfy him. But growing up, let me tell you the secret about when you're married, sometimes you um, focus only on your husband and only on your kids and the things, but you have to understand that you have to do things for yourself as well, you know, right. to make, because yeah. um, you want to feel good about being married. Your husband can't always do things for you. You have to encourage yourself and do things for yourself. So yeah. uh, I know I jumped in right into the marriage part, but let me no, just take you back. Okay. Let me just take you back just a little bit. I am. Um, we've been together actually 40 years. Been married 38 years, and um, 
We have uh, three beautiful adult children and four grandchildren right now. Oh. And, um, <clears throat> and so that I get all the little other stuff out the way. I am a published author. God has blessed me to write two books about my marriage. And I'm going to go ahead and just go right into those right now so we can get yeah. all this out the way. My first book is called Built to Last. Well, I'm sorry. This is my second book. It's called Built to Last, Just the Three of Us. And I'm showing you this first because um, our marriage is built to last. But it's built and surrounded by God, by God, because he is the third person. I say just the three of us. He is in the center of our marriage, and we had to put him in the center in order to have that prosperous marriage. My yeah. first book is actually called Power, uh, Prayer, the Power for Having a Successful Marriage. And this book is, is all about men. It's about my marriage. I have some uh, tips in there about some things that I had to do to have that successful marriage. I had to put a lot of things that I was doing to the side because uh, it was all about me, 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 me. And I had to uh, understand and God had to show me that it's not all about me. It's all about, it's you, you are one now, you know, me and yeah. my husband are one now. So it talks about casting my cares, uh, casting our cares uh, on God, being able to uh, keep our priorities straight, being a good woman, a good wife, praying all the time, praying for your husband. Um, Every woman deserves a better relationship with her husband, being appreciative of what, of what you have and uh, sharing everything with your husband. Reading together and praying is a big uh, thing. My husband and I, we pray together every night. Some nights we might miss it, but we pray together a lot because, um, you know, uh, prayer is the key to all marriage and communication is a big key as well. I can remember a time when, um, my husband and I would be, we was riding one day um, just down the road and we was talking and we just started talking about, um, we was living in this house and I was praying that we have a bigger house, you know, a bigger, better house. It, not that anything was wrong with that house, but we just wanted, I just wanted something different and better. And he was praying about that we just add on a build onto the house. And so this just lets you know what a communication was off. So mm -hmm. communication is a big key in your marriage. Prayer is a big key in your marriage. So we, we, we was at the red light and we kind of stopped and we looked at each other like, is that what you're praying for? I wasn't praying for that. <laughs> so we realized then communication. So soon as we got home, we stopped and we, we sat down and we started talking about these things. And not that I wanted anything like that, but we ended up moving into another house. And that was just because that's what God wanted us to do, you know? And, yeah. um, and so, um, Knowing that when you're married, communication is such a big key because, I mean, how else could you uh, get along and talk and know what's going on if you don't communicate with each other, knowing his needs and your needs, and you have to come together and kind of, you know, talk and communicate with each other so you'll know, you know, what each other's needs are and kind of, we set boundaries too. It's good to set boundaries in your marriage and, um, to know uh, his lights and your lights and because sometimes you don't know those things until you talk about it, you know. Well, you're just, you're just jumping into a whole lot of different things <laughs> because the truth is you're, you're absolutely right. Communication is so key. We can be so busy thinking as wives, um, I'm talking to God and I'm praying, I'm praying to God. But if we're not talking to our husband, yeah. If we're not talking to the other person that we're saying, okay, God, give us this, give us that. But how do you know, there's gotta be unity in that, yeah. in the right. agreement. Right. And so that the key in, in just the three of us, I would say then is 
that not only are we talking to God, but we're talking to our spouse and yes. that we're all three talking on talking. one accord, talking, right. you know, the same language and, and okay, what do you, do you want what do we agree what are we going to be in agreement for and let's pray about that together and right. then come to God together because and then in that you're setting the boundaries right boundaries are really important I think, yes. I think especially for Christian women we we just kind of lose this sense of boundaries with our husband that we think oh I have to be respectful I have to honor my husband and then we forget that that mm -hmm. you know oh the, the the boundary lines are blurred and that's not true right. you have to have boundaries to protect the marriage but you have to have boundaries within the marriage as well right. because here part of boundaries is not assuming that they know what's on our mind that's that right. we can't assume anything on them part of boundaries is that you have to have open communication that yes. is a boundary yes. that we're going to have open communication and that we're going to talk about these things and come into one accord first right. tell us right. tell us you know um tell us what well first tell us what are you doing today so you have the books yes, um, yes what are you doing today are you are you hosting like do you have a group do you have a, yes. a business or what yes. are you doing with purpose today because so from so, what i'm hearing you have found your purpose in marriage in, in, right. in helping people with marriage right and and and, and you're right i did find my purpose in marriage i can remember um being uh, you know in 2012 you know because we've been together like i say 30 uh, 38 years and um in 2012 i started crying out i can remember one morning i was uh, just crying out to god because i didn't know what I, my purpose was really i was married and happy but still depressed so i started crying out to god what is it that i'm supposed to do because i always felt like something was missing i had to break you know the awesome marriage you know beautiful kids but for me I felt like I had a hole inside my heart inside me and I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing so after crying with much prayer and, and fasting and crying out to God God uh, talked to me I remember early one morning he talked to me and he told me I told you your purpose years ago you know and I was sitting there going but I don't know what it is and I and then finally he he it was like an auto voice and he told me he said I want you to talk to women, you know, set the atmosphere and talk to women and uh, show them what they supposed to be doing, having that victorious life, having that prosperous life. And then, and, and it's funny because God has a great sense of humor because even though doing in my crying out to him, I'm like, but God, I, I'm talking about me. I'm not talking about helping other people. You know, I'm talking about me. What am I supposed to be doing? But then I realized that my purpose is to help other married women, help women to uh, understand their purpose and uh, be victorious in everything that they do, all aspects of their life and everything. And doing that, God helped me and he uh, birthed inside of me a, uh, my, my first, my organization is called Let's Talk About It. And let's talk about it is a marriage um, enrichment ministry where we come together and we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And we come together um, and of course with Jesus, God being in the center of it, because we come together, we set the atmosphere so women can feel comfortable and talking about what's going on in their life and, and knowing that it's gonna stay right there. And we all just come together, we're accountable for each other, like that iron sharpens iron to help each other you know, to build and help each other get through with whatever we're going through. And the mission is to um, 
to support the married women, all race, age, uh, to have a better marriage, so to speak. That's good. And I, I also that. have, uh, just this year, I started, I'm still doing in the process of my own business. It's called HATS. It's H-A-T-S, HATS. Mm -hmm. And that's called Having All Things. You know, having mm -hmm. all things to, um, having all things to stand to stand. So it's having all to stand, really. So having all to stand and standing on God's word to be able to um, have that marriage that you want, to be able to support other women. So what I do is a coaching ministry, really, and I'm coaching women along the way of where they're at in their marriage to help them uh, pursue a better marriage. And yeah. sometimes we'll walk and we'll talk. It's almost like a holistic thing because I like to be outside. And so we'll walk and we'll pray and we'll talk and we'll get into the conversation that way. And sometimes it opens people up and also helps me in the process. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Um, you know, <clears throat> you said about coming together and providing a safe place for women so that they can hash out and deal with an iron sharpening iron. I almost wore a camouflage shirt today. <laughs> Because marriage for me has been the area where it's been hard and, yes. and it wasn't always easy. This, um, and it's no secret. And maybe to some it is, it's not a secret. Maybe this is the first time you're hearing it. This is my third marriage mm -hmm. and we're going on 11 years strong, Yay! you know, um, but there were moments where, and, you know, and we've shared and, you know, mm -hmm. there were moments. Um, so I understand when it doesn't work the yes. first time for me and the second time for me and sometimes that you got into relationships that you knew you shouldn't have gotten into you should have mm -hmm. gotten out but you went deeper and got married and then mm -hmm. it caught up with you and you're like all right I'm gonna have to end this now when I should have ended it before we even got married right. and um but now even in this marriage we've had to you know how they say you know other don't 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 be jealous of other people's grass because they mow, they've right. got to mow their lawn so mow oh, yours yes oh yes uh, you know like i've had to mow my lawn mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> and, and here's the thing is that i remember in the beginning of the marriage how i spent so much time praying god change him change him mm -hmm. change him mm -hmm. and every time i would pray change him he only changed me like right. <laughs> he would he would reveal something to me that i was doing or mm -hmm. show me something that needed to work or needed mm -hmm. to change or needed to be healed and mm -hmm. i was like but i didn't pray for that i prayed for him you know why that's right that? yeah him. Mm -hmm. and and then it, and and i'll never forget when god took me to the book of haggai and he, and he gave me that scripture. I don't remember the exact chapter right now. I think it might've been chapter three or something, but the mm -hmm. chapter where he tells the people, finally, he says, listen, this is the deal. You have built all of this for your own right. good. And I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. You built this for your own good, not even considering what I wanted. Right. And he said, and that's why you have holes in your buckets and you don't, your what you <laughs> plant doesn't grow. Yeah, that's you have true. no fruit in your season. And I was like, I was devastated because God was showing me in that moment, you spent so much time focusing um, on what you wanted, what you right. thought it should have been, never mm -hmm. asking me what I wanted, right. I, what I saw for your marriage, what I saw for your husband, and mm -hmm. then not even praying truly for him, for mm -hmm. his growth, for his change, out of, out of love for him. You were praying out of love for yourself. Right. It was a humble pie moment. Like mm -hmm. I was full of humble pie all over my face. Like, mm -hmm. oh my God, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. And I had to do some serious like repenting for myself, you know, because in that moment I realized that as a wife, you know, 
our job technically job you know because god mm -hmm. brings people together that's not right. to make us happy it's to make us holy that's to make us whole yes and you know and it's to, well to make us holy Holy. You know, mean mm -hmm. like to, to, to work on us, you know, like mm -hmm. to say, you know, um, I want you both to walk this life and this journey together. Right. But at the same time, I'm going to, I want you to focus on you and what I want right. to do in your life. And as mm -hmm. you grow, then you can be better for them, mm -hmm. you know, and we can't expect our spouse to make us complete. Only God can do that. Only God can do that. That is so true. And, and, and I know. Yeah, I oh, that's why I almost wore my camouflage shirt. Yeah, I almost wore my battlefield <laughs> shirt because I know what it is to fight for your marriage. I mean, yeah. like, that totally shifted my perspective, my opinion. And then uh, don't let me get started when he took me to the book of Jonah and said, "Okay, yeah. now you got obedient and you did it, but your heart's still not right because yes, you're resentful." Yes. And then that was a whole nother humble pie. Like you know, it was it was like it, finally I can say that I'm in a place. We are we are in a way better, better place. space, and mm -hmm. because I and I'm also in a better place where the the healing is there, there's love there, there's mm -hmm. mutual respect. We're enjoying one another, we're growing with one another, and 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 so. But it wasn't always there. That wasn't yes. always that, and I had to grow in this right. as a person, as an individual. So and you, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, I was going to say, you're so true. You're, so, you're, you're exactly right, uh, because um, those are things that we definitely have to grow into, because I can remember a lot of times when, uh, in my marriage, I just didn't want anybody to tell me what to do. I mean, I was a baddest girl, and, you know, I didn't want to listen to nothing that my husband had to say. I felt like, you're not my dad. You're not going to tell me what to do. And not that he was telling me what to do. It's just that right, I right. felt like I wore the pants and the dress you don't want in, the, in the marriage. To nobody. Yeah, I didn't, and, and I felt like I wore the pants. I wore the dress and I control the marriage. It, and uh, I can remember a time when my mom had to tell me, now look, you need to let him be the man in this marriage because you, you, because you have this controlling spirit about yourself and you're trying to take over everything because I want to control the bills. I want to control this. I want to control everything. And, and you get sick and tired of getting sick and tired of doing that after a while because, and it was because I really wasn't letting him do the things that he was supposed to do. He's a good man, a great husband, but I could remember sometimes when I used to go to church by myself and I would drag the kids with me and I would be sitting up in church and I would be crying because there were times when he wouldn't go to church. You know, and I would be praying, and I remember this lady telling me, she said, just keep coming to church, baby. Just keep praying, because he's going he's gonna to come. But then it flipped. Then he, my husband got into church, but it wasn't because of him going to church or getting his mind right. It's because God changed me. I started humbling myself. I started talking to him better. I started changing, because just like you said, you was like, you praying to, that God changed him. But God had to change me. God had yeah. to shut my mouth. God had to make me become <laughs> a better person to him and to myself because I would get mad because he wasn't always doing the things that I wanted him to do, you know? And mm -hmm. so God had to change me. And once he changed me, I started doing things better for me and for him. And he saw the change in me, my husband did. And then he just got up, he started going to church. And then he started, like, it wasn't a race, but he started passing me in this process he oh, started wow. going and he started serving and he started doing all these things and i'm looking at him like wow so sometimes it's not um you have to be specific in your prayer 
because I prayed to God, God, please let me, you know, change me, you know, change him, change me. I wanted this, I wanted that. And then when God started changing, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I started yeah. seeing the things that I really was asking for. And then I had to sit back and I was like, I don't know if I like this because I'm not going to be submissive <laughs> to him. You know, I'm not going to, you know, and I had to change. And then it, it, it actually felt so good. And it feels so good to have a man that's take charge and that's yeah. uh, in love with God just as much as you are in love with God and knowing that he's hearing from God and caring at the household and things based on the things that he know he's supposed to be doing you know because yeah. it wasn't always like that now in these 38 years let me tell you it was a roller coaster ride and but it wasn't always on him it was me because I mean we rode a, rode a roller coaster that was times when I was like I'm not gonna do this my second year, nope, I'm not going to do it. My fourth year, nope, I'm not going to do it. And then, you know, by the time it got to the seventh year, I was for sure like, you know what? I, this ain't for me. <laughs> this is yeah, not Yeah, the seven-year itch. <laughs> yeah, I really had that seven-year itch. I'm like, this is not for me. And then finally, uh, I knew I loved my husband. I was just one of those persons that just wanted to have my way. I wanted my ice cream and cake, too. I wanted to party. I wanted to do a lot of things. But then I knew that... Um, I knew that I loved marriage. I loved life. I loved him. And I, I would just wanted the best. And then my heart, once I really changed my way of things, I realized I had a burning desire to see other women have that mm -hmm. same thing. I didn't want to see other women stuck and doing the things that I was doing in the beginning of my marriage. I wanted women to be happy in their marriage, even though they wore many hats, knowing that you could wear these hats and still be happy you know, yeah. in your marriage. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that because what you're saying in that is women, you can be the wife that God calls you to be to your husband, the wife that your husband needs without losing yourself. That's right. Because that's what happens a lot of times. I, I know for me, I think the reason that we hold on so much, like no one's going to tell me and we get, is because we, we don't know how to be both, how to be all of it that that we're we're the daughter of god and yes. we could be you know you could be deborah and the daughter of god and your husband's wife and the businesswoman and that that you could be all those things and balance right. them That's but right. because they're all still deborah they're mm -hmm. all coming from being the daughter of god but when you don't understand that and know that and in the beginning of marriage when it's the becoming one phase mm -hmm. the, nobody talks about the becoming one process when That's you come right. off the honeymoon the honeymoon boat and you look at each other <laughs> and go who's that and what are you doing in my bed and i know right I? where am i you know like what just happens when the when the phase wears off of the oh i just got married and you've opened mm -hmm. that last gift and yes. spent the last dollar that was in the cards you know you you now you start the becoming one phase when that that should have been the phase happening before the idea that's right that's right the becoming one and nobody talks about that really that mm -hmm. that you know the wait a minute i don't want to be told i don't want to lose myself i don't mm -hmm. i have to give this up and give that up and it and it's a lot of you know not so much giving up of who you are that's but right. it's about blending and coming together that's right and, and creating something that's new that's now mm -hmm. um collaboration together with one another and unity. that's right i love that because that's what ha i think that's what happens for a lot of women i think a lot of women are just more afraid of losing themselves mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in the sanctity of marriage right and and god never called you to lose yourself that's why when we are praying for our husband or praying for change or praying but he's saying okay well let's work on you 
because that's God's right. saying, I don't want you to lose yourself. Mm-hmm. I called that's right. you. That's I right. called you to this marriage. I called you to this to to your job and to to the world in whatever capacity God has called us. That's and right. So it's really important that us as women, if we're going to be great wives, it's because we're going to be great daughters of God. That's right. So we, we have to put women. him first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to put gotta, God first because he is the one that's leading and guiding us through the whole thing because yeah. sometimes we just don't know and he will and we're like his baby girls. We're his daughters and he will lead us and guide us in all the things. He'll tell us what our husband needs. You know, he yeah. would he would tell us as long as we seek him, because I seek him for everything. I seek him for everything in regards to my marriage, because sometimes I just don't know. You know, we we're even though we got married young, we change. We're changing. You know, and some things that he liked years ago, he might not like today, and the same and the vice versa. So I try to make sure that he's always happy in everything. You know, and we have to um, continue doing the things that we used to do when we got. Our husbands, you know, and we, mm-hmm. you know, we got to remember that things just don't change like that. We have to find a way to keep that fire, that candle burning, that fire burning, continue to date. Even during this mm-hmm. pandemic, uh, pandemic, we still have to continue to find a way to date and um, be happy. Because believe it or not, let me tell y'all a little secret. My husband and I, when we was young, we used to play hide and go seat in the house. But it wasn't always hide and go see. It was hide and go, you know. <laughs> and so we had a great time. And sometimes he'll still come and nudge me and say, you want to play? Hide. You want to play? You want to hide? You know, because we are like empty nesters now. So you have to keep the, the fire burning. You just have to. And, and it's the little bitty things sometimes that makes us happy, that keeps us going. I love that because, you know, some of us are not empty nesters yet. So it's like, oh, that's what we have to look forward to. Well, well, but but you know what? Even in that, you still find a way because we yeah. haven't always been empty nesters. We, you still have to find that way that uh, to have that, you know, you know, that togetherness. Yeah. You know, so, so that's husband. a key. That's another nugget. So you've got prayer. Yes. And then you got to still have fun. Yes. You've you got to be friends. Yes. So it's yes. like you can't just oh, you're my husband and. Now we're doing life together. This yeah. is not a business arrangement. This That's is right. life arrangement. Mm-hmm. And so it's how do we have fun? Because we're friends first. Yes. And we're you, friends. And how do you have fun with each other? And that's important. Because men right. need that. Men yes. need they fun. Do. They, they need, need variety you. and fun. That's right. And you, they need you to constantly let them know that they are the king of the house. Now, yeah. we may run it as women. But they mm-hmm. need to know that they are the king of their castle, you know, yeah. and, they, and we got to stroke their head and we just got to make sure that they feel comfortable and happy. Because let me tell you, if you don't do it, somebody else will. Somebody else will. Yeah. So you have yeah. to understand that men have needs just like we do. And we have to know each man, each man has a different need. Your husband may require certain things that he may want you to do or say or, or whatever, to make him happy and vice versa here. You know, me personally, um, some women likes a lot of roses and flowers and a material things, materialistic things, stuff like that. But for me, it's the little bitty things. My husband could come in with a rose, one rose and a teddy bear, and that would melt my heart. I like the roses too, but I'm just saying it's the little bitty things. I don't have to have all this stuff because I'm older now, and now it's about me and him being together as one, yeah. like I said, being holy and one and loving on each other. 
you said something earlier that makes me think, you know, even now, um, you know, we live in a culture mm-hmm. where, um, I want to say this very cautiously, we live in a culture where men are not, um, the fight, the battle is the man's role in a home. Mm-hmm. Um, either they're not present or they're emasculated in their presence mm-hmm. because women have had to become in survival mode right? for a lot right. of reasons. Um, women get married. I know I went through this as um, a single mom and then I got married. It took a long time from, for me to realize, cause my husband kept saying, you're not single anymore. You're not mm-hmm. single anymore. You know, include right. me. You don't come to me. You don't talk to me. You don't let me get involved. You, and cause I was constantly protecting, protecting my children, protecting my finances, protecting. And it was like, he's like, you're not single anymore. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to fight anymore. And, right. and so, um, we live in a culture where that is almost celebrated. Like who needs a man? Yes. You know, you don't need a man. You don't need nobody. And the truth is, no, we don't need anyone, That's but right. we do need each other. That's right. You need You're each other. You're not made to be an island by yourself. And so That's right. I think the key in understanding what makes your man, your husband feel like a king is, is knowing your husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody's That's got a right. different love language. So knowing That's your love language, knowing mm-hmm. your husband's love language, and just speaking to him on his language. That's because right. It doesn't matter if his love language is quality time, but you just want to keep giving him acts of service. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I served you dinner. And, and to him, he doesn't care because you're not actually sitting with him and talking one-on-one or words of affirmation, you know, like, right. I love you. You're great. Thank you. You know, mm-hmm. how many men don't get a thank you? And, and they appreciate that. So when somebody else does give them that because they're speaking his la- you know, language, speaking his that's language. the one that's, that's right. That's and and mm-hmm. let's not make any mistakes. It can go oh, yeah. vice versa. That's right. You know, that when so your true. husband's not speaking your language and then somebody else comes and, and then you feel torn all of a sudden, like, I don't want my marriage anymore because now someone else is speaking my language. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to be aware if you're going to be in marriage and be in covenant with one another, you have to be aware of the needs right. of yourself mm-hmm. and the other person um, and take the time to learn that. And if your spouse just like, let's say you're saying, you know what, I'm in a relationship where, you know, he's treated me so bad. And, but if your heart is to want to keep that marriage, you want right. to fight for that marriage, mm-hmm. then you, uh, it's going to be a little harder because you're doing it by yourself. But that doesn't mean you can't do it by yourself because we're so here true. to tell you ladies, yes. we're here, Deborah and I, to tell you that there were times we had to fight by ourselves. That's right. That's right. And God That's worked right. with us. You know, we prayed, we, we mm-hmm. got other, we got around other women. We got support. We got advice. We got That's wisdom. Right. Not just anybody. Don't go to don't go to your cousin down the street. That's who right. Know how to keep a relationship. <laughs> that is so true. Woman to ask them about, you know, like you want to get around other people. And this isn't anything in anything. Mm-hmm. If you want to get somewhere for success, you got to get around other successful people. And so if you want success in marriage, mm-hmm. yes. If you want successful marriage, you got to get around other people that have successful marriages. That is so and true. And get both, get both points both of ways. View. Like I've had yeah. to come and be able to speak with you and, and mm-hmm. Uncle Eric and, and, you know, and my husband has had to do that. Hank has done that, you know, where we've had to come to you both. And, and so it's like, you know, if you want to know what it's going to take and you want to be a certain mm-hmm. place, Mm-hmm. then you got to get around people that are doing what you want to do, being who that's you right. want to be. 
mm-hmm. and so that you can you can come out of your situation successfully. So I love just, that. Um, just like we do that with business, being around different yeah. people, business that doing things that you want to do, it's the same thing with marriage. You have yeah. to be around positive people. I uh, talk to a lot of uh, married women that I know that their marriage are, you know, blooming and, and, and going higher and higher. But I also know that they have problems too. But what the, it's what they did to get there, to get yeah. there. And, and you're right. We have to, um, that's where the communication comes in. That's why we have to communicate and know our husbands for ourselves, you know, because... Right. Only you know your husband and you know his needs and his wants and his likes and dislikes. And so therefore you are, it's up to you to help carry out those things. And you write about the love language. You have to talk about your love language. And, and not even if you have to talk about it, you would know his love language anyway, because mine is time. My love language, I love time. I, I, I love time. And my husband, he's more of a touchy person. You know that physical, so he's physical touch, touch and physical, your quality time right right even though we'll put that affirmation in there he's more of a physical touch you know he wants to be touched and loved and hold hands and and different things like that where me i'm bad but i just want time like cut off the tv cut off the cell phone let's yeah. i don't care if it's walking the walk at the park we walk the park we walk on the track we walk you know just time going places without the kids anyone we don't even have to go to the movies just putting that time in together it just means a lot to me and i like talking and communicating and he's you know the opposite so but the thing is i'm more of a serious person so to speak and he's more of a funny character you know he likes to laugh and not that i don't like to laugh it's just that we're opposite and we balance each other out Yes, we yes. definitely balance each other out because you know my kids used to say all the time they would be laughing and hooping and hollering and stuff and I'm sitting there you know and, and then I'm like well it's not that fun and they're like oh mom sort <laughs> of down come on mom it's not that deep come on now laugh a little bit and he would say the same thing and then and laughter is good for the soul right yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah. we kind of balance each other out but you know that love language is very important you mm-hmm. need to find out where that where is that in the marriage you know what is his love language what is your love language because somebody else could tap into that and then you know you don't want that to happen so you need yeah. to really discuss a lot of things that you know the lights dislikes the boundaries everything has to be communicated because we're not each other's enemy you know say that again we're not each that other's has to be enemy. said because Yes, a lot because of times, a lot of people do that. They approach yeah. marriage and they get to the point where you 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 begin to feel like you're sleeping with the enemy and and right. and the real enemy is the one lying to you saying that your spouse is your enemy. That's now, right. don't get me wrong. If you're in an abusive situation, like then, a truly yeah. abusive situation, then you need to seek help right. and and get proper help and assistance into getting out of that situation. That's right. But but if you we're talking in a healthy normal marriage and That's we're talking right. normal marriages have ups and downs, normal marriages have disagreements, normal marriages mm-hmm. have issues that you're working through. We each are two individuals coming together so each of us are dealing with broken areas, yes. wounds, family history, uh, yes. habits just yes. it, so it depends what is your boundary mm-hmm. and your threshold of what you're willing to deal with and what you're not. Because I remember having to walk out of a marriage and yes. saying, I cannot be the marriage, I cannot be married or the, the wife of an addict right. 
who That's refuses right. to get help. I mm-hmm. can't do that. So I had to leave that marriage or I cannot be the wife of someone who's going to be emotionally and physically abusive. I had to walk out of that, you know, like right. it, it was, but, but I can be the wife to someone who's dealing with a certain area that is workable. That's <laughs> you right. Know, that, that's, that's not mm-hmm. that he wants to help. He's seeking the help and we can come together and, and, and pray and ask God to, I can walk that journey with you because right. I have areas that, you mm-hmm. know, what if a man was to tell me, I can't be the wife of a single mom. I can't yes. be the wife of, I mean, the husband of a mother with two kids. Yes. I can't mm-hmm. take on another man's child. And there are some men who have said that that's a boundary they have had. And what do we do? Right. You can't do nothing about that. You have to respect their, their choice, their truth for them. Yes. And so, um, I think it's really key and important that we know our spouse and we know when something is enough to work on and when you have to say, okay, when is it too much? And I have to leave this because it's not that they're my enemy. They just have Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. that I can't, I can't keep myself in the midst of. And sometimes God may call you to leave it for a Mm -hmm. season. Not, yes. to- not totally, not, not permanently, just right. for a season to get yourself in a safe place to get your healing and mm-hmm. let them get their healing the way God wants to bring healing to them. And That's so right. I, I think I hear from what I hear you've said today is that in prayer, like we have to make prayer our strategy for a healthy marriage, yes. mm-hmm. but it's not just, um, it's not just, oh, I'm going to get in my prayer closet, like the war room and start fighting for my husband and say, mm-hmm. God, change them, change him. You see what he mm-hmm. said to me, God, and we make it this complaint fest and we oh, talk yes. to God like he's one yes. of our girlfriends. You yes. hear what he said to me? I don't know mm-hmm. if he did. I don't think he's going yeah. to talk to me like that. Are you going to take that, God? You yeah. going to let that happen to me? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's how we start praying. And mm-hmm. God, that's not what you're saying here. What I hear you saying is that the prayer winds up turning into god this has hurt me why is it hurting me where is the wound how do i grow from this what do i need to do where do i need to how do i see this is happening with him what needs to take place in me you know because as we change then Mm -hmm. things change in the home because they're either going to see because even first peter talks about that right first Mm -hmm. peter talks about the wife that submits and he says how do you know that your actions are not what's going to change your husband Yes. If you read First Peter three, I think it is. I think. And our actions, like we talked earlier, our actions do change. You know, I see it over and over again. I mean, that's what happened with me and my husband. I mean, I grew up in the church, but the church wasn't always in me because I still went yeah. certain things. But when I start, you know, really submitting to God and doing the things I was supposed to be doing, it took me to a different place in my marriage, and I saw my husband differently and i knew i wanted to be with my husband i knew i loved my husband god put all this in me to show him but i had to walk the walk and talk the talk and eventually he started changing because then because he didn't grow up in the church but he saw the church in me then he started seeing the church in me and then like i said then he started passing me with this so he saw God in me and he saw, he saw me moving in the things of God and, and my, my attitude changing, my life changing, the way I talk to him, the way I act. And, um, and then he started changing. So God moves in so many different ways to get people's attention. And I believe yeah. that's what he did with me, you know, with us, because we, we had a great marriage. It's just that we used to fuss sometimes. Like I said, we're not each other's enemy, but that's how we acted at first. But then God stepped in and said, hey, this is not the way. 
And so he started changing me. And once yeah. I started changing, my husband started change, and then he started walking the walk. And it's not that I'm giving myself a pat on the back. It was God moving in both of us. And just, right. and just change things for the better. And still today, we still do the things. I mean, we have ups and downs like any any marriage, you know, any couple. But it's how we deal with it. That right. That's a nugget. That's we, another nugget, yeah, you guys. How, because yeah. as married women, we all go, it's almost like we all go through the same thing. But at the end of the day, it's how we deal with that situation. Yes, yes, it's so true because it's it's not the things we go through that yeah. make up the circumstance. It's our response to it that does. Yes, our perception right. of it, our perspective, our our that's how we're going to respond to the situation. That's what makes it what it is, as unique mm -hmm. as it is. Right. And so I hope I hope you women out there that are listening have caught that. That I mean, because there's, I mean, if you haven't caught it, then let me let me at least break down some <laughs> bullet points for you. You've got to pray. Yes. And when you pray, ask God to show you who you are in this season, who who God wants you to be. That's and right. when He shows you who He wants you to be, when you get to know God more, mm -hmm. you'll understand more of your own identity when you understand God's identity. And That's so when right. that happens, your identity grows, mm -hmm. and then when your identity expands and evolves and develops into the original intention that God has for you and you understand your purpose and you move in that purpose you operate in that purpose mm -hmm. it changes your husband it changes the marriage it changes what thing needs to happen because right. now they've become inspired they be they re they start to respond to the God in you that's right. And that, that's, what that's I, showing up and that is so true because that's some of the things that I tell some of the ladies that I talk with that you hit it right on, I mean, just right on the head just now. I always tell them, when you pray to God, you find out more who God is, just like yeah. you said. When you pray to God, you find out who you are, who yeah. you are, you know, his, yeah. his daughter. Because he is, a, and then you, you pray and you find out your purpose in life. Because I truly yeah. believe that God has planted something in each one of us, deep down inside each and every one of us. And it's almost like we have to pray to God and let God bring it out of us. Because yeah. only he can do that because he put it in us. Yeah. So we yeah. have to constantly Absolutely. give that time to him so he can help us grow into those things. And then and when and being married, you have to continue praying daily. It's a daily process, you know. Yeah. And he could he will continue to help you grow in your marriage. And that's where that butterfly and that's how you rise in your yeah. marriage and things become really beautiful because marriage is beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. And that's and just you have to continue to um fight, fight for because this it's it could be a battle out here, not against yeah. your husband, just against that um the devil because yeah. he has he don't he care has who, an agenda against that's us. right he yeah. has an agenda and he's going to come against you where it's against your kids your marriage your bills whatever so we have to continue to fight but god we have to give it to him we have to cast down everything and just give it to him and he'll yeah. help us get through anything that we are going through because he's yes. awesome he's such an awesome he's so amazing and he trust really me is. i've been through so much and i you know i sit and think about all the things that i've been through in life in my marriage and it all points back if it wasn't for god and i just thank him all the time god got me through this yeah you know? he gives yes. us the grace to get yes. through those moments yeah and i want to say if you're not married continue to pray 
for right. your husband. Because if he, if God has placed a desire in your heart to be married mm-hmm. and that desire is not going away, then he wants you married. So mm-hmm. continue to pray for your husband. Make space in your life for your husband. That's Do right. those things. Be the wife now, yes. even if he has not manifested, if he has not materialized in your life yet. Mm-hmm. Be the wife first. Mm-hmm. So that when he comes in, he's stepping into the role and you right. know who it is that you're called to, because we are called to be the helpmate That's to right. God. Like, like Eve was to Adam, we mm-hmm. are called to be the helpmate. And when we're doing what God has called us to do, like Ruth was, God made Eve and Adam, and then woke up Adam and said, oh, this is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Mm-hmm. Ruth was in the field doing her work taking care of her family, doing what she needed to do for them. And Boaz noticed her in her work. So right. continue to be who God has called you to be. That's right. And, wa- and, and then continue to pray for the husband that God has you, even if you don't know his name yet. Mm-hmm. Pray right. that, God, I pray for my husband. I pray for the husband you have for me. And I pray that we will have a marriage like this. I pray that you will make me the woman that he, you know, that, that he desires and make him the man that I desire. Like pray in advance. You can lay That's the trap right. in advance. Mm-hmm. If you're married and you're struggling, you can pray and lay the tracks for, for right. a tide to turn. The, the train may have been going this way, but now all of a sudden, because you started praying, it starts mm-hmm. to go this way. Right. You can lay the tracks in the direction that God wants it to go. And But just remember that you're praying and it's going to turn inward. It's going to be where he's going to want to say, That's okay, right. well, let me show you what, what, mm-hmm. what I want to work in you. Let me let me bring you into the full development of what I have for you. And then without you even realizing, God's the one that makes it the marriage that it mm-hmm. needs to be. And it happens so fast, too, because you yeah. you know, you're looking, you'd be like, wow, God is really moving. You know, well, because we start like focusing, that. we start yeah. focusing on our own healing, our own growth yeah. and what God yes. wants us to do and things. Mm-hmm. And then we stop putting all that attention on the things that we can't control. Yes. God, you know, we, we wind up putting our energy and our space and our time and our attention on the things mm-hmm. that God has given us. And that's, that's boundaries. Right. Mm-hmm. Only that's do right. with what's in your hands to do and what's not in your control. You're not you stepping to... over somebody else's boundary. That's right. And that's so right. God is not going to honor and, and change something that's out of order. That's right. In the sense of he's not, you know, we, we do things a certain way and then we want God to put his blessing on our disorder. Mm-hmm. And God's like, no, I don't work no, that way. I'm going to put happen. it in order. That's and right. And I'm going to bless it. Mm-hmm. So that's why when God starts working on us as an individual, he's, he's setting the order. We can't mm-hmm. question him how that he chooses so to heal the marriage. That's- he said, we say, God, heal my marriage, heal my marriage, or do this in my marriage. And God says, okay, I'm going to heal you first. Mm-hmm. And then we get mad. Well, why me? Why would yeah? Mm-hmm. And we just have to trust him in the process. That's right. Because a lot of times I, I was the same way, like, well, what? Why do I have to change and why do I have to do this? But you know what? It's a process. You know, yeah. it's a process, and we have to trust God in that. I love yeah. that. And I love that you work with women. And and I do want to say too that the other steps is know your 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 love languages. Yes. His and yours and mm-hmm. honor them in the marriage mm-hmm. and then be friends, have fun, yes, have laugh, fun. share because business like marriage is not just a business arrangement. You're not just doing life together. Yeah, you right. are living life mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and, um, and they're your partner for life. So, yeah. you know, and I, I, I tell people that. don't just exist in this thing. You have to live on yeah. purpose, live yeah. and enjoy and have fun, be excited and just 
just be excited because I mean it just is so beautiful. Marriage is so beautiful. Yeah. And if you are single and you have no desire to be married, know that um God will still help you. Uh, he'll still give you that desire, that purpose that he has placed in you. Exactly. He will help birth that so you can walk in the things that you want. Because there's some yeah. women that just don't want to be married. They just want to be okay single. Too. And that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but if you're, if you're single and you have that desire to be married, that's because God has placed that in you. And knowing you got to trust God that he is working on your husband. But you got to yeah. work on you too. You got to work yeah. on yourself first. Love so it. when he come and step in, he he God has already worked on him and he's coming and yeah. you and you will know, but you gotta yeah. sit, you gotta get yourself ready. You have to get yourself awesome. ready. Because all those desires and those seeds and things he placed in us, he placed in us for a reason. It's all Absolutely. still at the end to help build his kingdom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. You're absolutely yeah. right. Now tell us where they can find your books. Sure. Okay. So both of my books can be found on Amazon or either at Barnes and Noble, whatever area of the book, but you can go online and look on the Barnes and Noble and uh, just look under my name, Deborah Cooper, or you can look on the, uh, the first book, uh, Prayer, The Power for Having a Successful Marriage. And this book is about my life story. And this second book is called Built to Last, Just the Three of Us. And uh, both of them can be found on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Or, or you can uh, go on my website. That's uh, www.letstalkaboutit.biz. And um, you can order from there as well. Uh, send me awesome. a note or something, and um, I, can, I will get back with you on that. Okay. And then how about on social media? You're on Facebook? Yes, I am Facebook Deborah Cooper, and I am also I have a Facebook page that's called Let's Talk About It under Deborah Cooper, and then I have uh, my website, and I'm working on some other little things, but those uh, three things right now, and I have Instagram as well, which is um, let's see my Instagram, I you know I can't remember all those things, but I think it's uh, <laughs> Let's Talk underscore Deborah Cooper. <laughs> I hear you. Anyway, but go on my website and uh, go on my Facebook page and you can, uh, you can get me there. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Deborah, thank you so much for thank coming you. on and sharing your heart. And I think this was an awesome conversation for women to get what they needed and um, to, to not give up hope for your marriage. God, God has called the marriage an institution that is blessed. It's the first thing he created before church, before business. Yes. Yeah. before government, before any of that, God created marriage first. I appreciate and, it. I, I really enjoyed this. I didn't really know what to expect. I knew I was all over the place, but I just wanted no. to really just jump in and let women know that, um, you know, God is good and that, you know, and marriage can be good. And so that's why yeah. I just jumped right in on that. But I, I really appreciate this. This was an honor. I didn't dare take this lightly. I was excited uh, about it. And I, I was really excited to come just to inspire the women, you know, to encourage Amen. Them. Yeah. Amen. Thank you so much. Well, I'm going to close out in prayer. And then okay. if you would just stay on the line for just a quick second. Okay. And then, and then we'll just close out here. Video. Guys, thank you so much for watching. We really appreciate you watching the Lair Studio. Go ahead and subscribe to this page on YouTube. Hit the notification bell so that you can keep getting content. We're going to be coming out with weekly videos, segments on a new lioness spotlight where we're going to be just spotlighting lionesses who are stepping out in their purpose and doing the things that they're called to do. And, and I know that's you, but also know this with the lioness rise, um, with the lair studio, 
that it is no longer only just for women. We are opening it up to men as well. So it is about, it is about coaching, aspiring and new leaders who um, want to give birth to their purpose. So we're helping you. We are the midwife. I am, I am here. My purpose in life is to be the midwife, the doula that helps you give birth to your purpose. And so we're going to have, be having segments and teachings and online videos that are going to be teaching you different tips and tools to equip you to awaken you heal you equip you and commission you into your purpose and um and the, the key is this guys is that if you're a kingdom believer that you don't do this that you don't give birth to your purpose losing yourself in the world's process mm-hmm. and so we do this faith-based we do this biblically based um because i believe that you step into your purpose when you maximize your kingdom um identity voice and ability and so that's my job my job is to help you know who you are know what you believe in and know your message and know your ability so that you can absolutely maximize everything that god has placed in you so you can fulfill your purpose and so um we're here for you at the lair studio you can find us also on facebook the lair studio fl and that way you can get content, you can get videos, you can watch, you can um, stay up on, on our teachings. And anytime we have any extra things going on, events and workshops and classes and things like that. So anyway, let me pray, close us out. And I thank you so much for watching and um, we'll bless you. So Father God, I thank you for every voice that, um, uh, every person that is listening to the sound of my voice on this video. I thank you for every marriage. I declare and decree that every marriage is blessed. I declare and decree that even those that are single waiting for their husbands, you are bringing, you are in the business of bringing these relationships together, Father God. I pray healing, oh God, of marriages, restoration of marriages. I pray, oh God, the sanctity of marriage be restored. I pray, Father God, for the, for the lineages of men that take their place in their homes and women that right order come back into the home so that, Father, that there be blessing and favor and peace amongst the homes. Because, Lord, Father God, you instituted family first, Father God. It was on your heart first, and we just thank you for it. We thank you for our children. I pray, oh God, that you would make husbands and wives the leaders to their children, Father God, and that you, Father God, would lead, oh God, this nation into a revival within the marriage, within family, Father God. And so we love you. We thank you for it, Father. I pray that each person discover and fulfill their purpose, oh God, and everything that you've called them to be and do according to your original intention for them. So Father, we thank you. We leave this in your hands and we consider it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, hold on one second. Thank you guys for watching and we will see you soon. Thank you.